1: One, two,
0: one, two. Check it, check it, check it out. It's the crazy store. Check
2: it, check it, check it out, y'all. I'll I'll you know. Yeah, Yo, get live. Nobody fly it and fly ride. A couple guys from the city and you know Mac wise, we own Life of the Party, my boy home. That's Mouse Jones. It's the Check it,
0: check it, check it out, y'all I'll you
1: It's the story. Check it, check it, check it out, y'all I'll you I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Suyra. Shea, you get to say today.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm Shea Nils.
1: And we are the guys, the guys next, next door. door. Hey, that sounded good. That sounded good, Che. We might have to uh, let you do that more often. Uh, okay. No, nope, me neither. I, I was lying. I was trying. I was testing uh, on no, lies. You,
0: you, you can't renege now. So you already said it. So no, no, I didn't,
1: I didn't renege. I, I was lying. Not, I,
0: was, mm, mm, I mm. was
1: blatantly lying.
0: I took it as the truth. <laughs> Shouldn't lie.
1: <laughs> anyway, Che is sitting in for Mac Wilds because Mac Wilds. Well, y'all know at this point it's been almost two years. Mac, y'all know Mac Wilds. There's always a reason. Um, but we first and foremost want to thank you guys for rocking with us as long as you have. Thank you guys. We appreciate every listen, every subscription, every Patreon dollar spent, every comment, every listener letter. We appreciate you guys for uh, just listening to three idiots and a really really smart girl. Um, so we appreciate that. Uh, so make sure you continue to support us um at Guys Next Door on all social media platforms at Guys Next Door. If you're on Twitter and want to continue the conversation, use the hashtag Guys Next Door. Now, for all you Hakeems, all you freeloaders, all you Kimmy Gibblers, you Moochers, those who just like to get the content for free and don't put no snaps on the petrol cut that shit out. It's ghetto. So what am I saying? I'm saying go to Patreon.com backslash Guys Next Door Pod. Put... Some snaps on the Petro. Put five on it. Put 20 on it. We got uh exclusive content over there, video of all the episodes. We given we're giving away free uh little mugs and little shout out to everybody who's been posting pictures of their mugs. Um whatever else Che and Ryan come up with to give y'all, cause they do a really good job of keeping y'all um laced over there. So remember, guy uh patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. Um and if you're just a if, if you ain't got it because I understand it's a pandemic and you just want to listen to us for free, well, guess what? You could do that on all streaming platforms. But all we ask is that if you're listening on Apple Podcast, just leave a comment, something nice, preferably leave five stars rating and subscribe. That's all we ask for you to do. Ryan, is that too much to ask?
3: Um, no, not really. If they want to we'll leave a little a little snack, I'll leave my cash app a little something dollar
1: did you win that one yeah i did you did did. dollar (laughs) two dollars i'm here for it well whatever uh we are back we are back with another episode and y'all know when we have guests it's it's nothing short of amazing and that's not gonna stop um i have been a huge fan and supporter of this guy for i want to say the better part of like eight or seven years since the show's been on. Uh, I remember uh, me and my big mother when we were married watching this show. This is actually how we like got out of one of our fights. Um, So shout out to you, sir. But uh, we have from Marriage Boot Camp, all of the additions, we got Dr. Ish. Dr. Ish, what's going on?
4: Not much, not much. How y'all doing? Thanks for having me, man. I, and course. I appreciate you watching and rocking with the show, man. I like, hear, I like to hear those stories.
1: I'm telling you, yeah. And Now, obviously, we didn't work out in the long run, but... That show, the first the first season got us uh out of an argument. Like we was really beefing and she was like, come watch this. And I'm like, I don't wanna watch this. And I've been tuned in, <laughs> I've been tuned in ever since. Like I'm talking about every season. I don't care who's on, it could be midget edition. I don't care. I'm watching. Uh I just wanna know how, how did you how how did you get into that? How did how did you get um that position over there?
4: Man, it's so funny, man. Um I was watching, and before before I get into that, let me just say, sometimes the best outcome for a relationship man is knowing how to break apart successfully. So you know, just because you and baby mama didn't work out, that don't mean it was a fail, right? That's that can mm. still be big W because you know that's just tra- the way. That doc,
3: goes. doc, I be trying to tell him. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta let right. him go. You gotta let right. him go. Sometimes right. your name, so- your name isn't
1: yeah. doc. Your name isn't doctor. Your name is Fly Rye. It's not doc. <laughs> I, was, I was talk.
3: I was talking to Doc.
4: but but yeah man I was uh I had just come off of um it was a show called exile with Carmen Electra and I we shot it in the Dominican Republic I literally just got back I've been back for a week doing that one and uh the phone call came in and they were like hey this is what's happening this is what's changing can you be in LA in a week I was like all right so I jumped on a plane and uh, what? Ten seasons later, here we are. You know?
1: All right. I thought I off the top of my head, I want to say yeah. ten, ten, but I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Now you are coming off of I would, as a watcher, I would say one of the most uh, controversial and um eventful seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. that how did how do y'all deal with that? And it's in a pandemic, so I, I did see some of the things that y'all had to shoot, and you were like at home, and, and right. like Judge Lintola was at home. How do y'all deal with such a, with like a big season like that in in the middle of a pandemic?
4: It was a lot, man. The season the season itself went viral, man. Every every week the numbers just kept going higher and higher, and it was it was so it was so heavy, you know. So we shot it before everything popped off with the pandemic, and you know, and the cultural stuff and George Floyd stuff, and everybody's you know, and everybody's world came crashing down around them. But it felt like. We were shooting it in real time because everybody's issues were so intense. You, you know what I mean? Kind of, um, kind of
1: like that guy who just came in with the fire, like intense, like that. The guy who, right? <coughs> yeah, that, that's Mac Wilds, Doctor Ish. That's Mac hey, Wilds. How, <laughs> how you doing? What's going
2: on, Doctor Ish? What the fuck? you doing?
4: So yeah, it feels it was um, my bad. I had good. a.
2: Uh, I'm well, man. God is good.
4: good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, Mac, we only need headphones today. Huh? We don't we use just the headphones today. Okay.
4: But yeah, man, it was uh, you know, luckily for us, we had it we had everything shot and in the can uh before everything jumped off. So it was only a little bit of stuff we had to do from home. Um, but you know, during during the season, man, me and Judge are really good friends, so we're probably on the phone two or three times a week just kind of game planning on you know how how does this week's episode look and you know and uh and, and trying to manage some of the um some of the fallout and you know and after the show i end up doing a lot of therapy with the cast members you know they want to continue on and they want right. to yeah and so uh you know i a couple times a week i'm on the phone with somebody just trying to help them work through some stuff so which which is cool because it lets me know that hey they you know they got something out of it they thought there was some value there and they want to
3: continue on, but uh, I need, I need, I need you to get Mouse on this show. He's against therapy, and I feel nah, like sometimes oh, he. It's couples
1: wow. it, therapy. Man. I'm not doing
3: it. Uh, you, you need. He needs doc. He needs something, man. He needs. Mouse, you anti
1: therapy, man. I am. I am anti therapy for me, but I'm not anti therapeutic means. Like I have, I have, I have a, a a boxing. I have a heavy bag in the backyard that. We know, me and her know each other very well. Okay. Um, it's I'm
2: a sure. girl. I didn't know it was a girl. I didn't no, know it was a girl.
1: No, it's not. It's a man.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um, okay. It's, fluid. It's, it's fluid. fluid.
2: it's fluid. It's fluid. It's fluid.
1: It's non-binary. it's My heavy bag is non-binary. Uh, Got That's what I'm, I'm going to go with that. Because I didn't like the spin you put on that, Mac. I didn't like that. Hey, I, I was,
2: it was just a question.
1: It was just well, a question, it's, it's I, a just, non, I came in late. I thought I missed something. It's a non-binary <laughs> heavy
4: bag, Doctor Ish. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a part of it, man. You start start with the physical, and, and you and you'll work your way to it, man. It's a process. But uh, but
1: no, uh, I'm I'm I am anti. Let me not front. I'm I'm anti-therapy for me. I understand um, how good and, and and how needed it is in our community, especially for Black men. Me personally. I just feel like at this point I've compartmentalized. What I've compartmentalized, I swept it under the rug, and I'm I'm me, and I will figure it out. Um, So yeah, that's just that's where I'm at with it. Um, But I tell every if somebody feels like they need it, go 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 see somebody, please. Um, I'm
3: telling you, you need it. (laughs) <laughs> go see somebody. Well, how, how was your last therapy session? I mean, oh, uh, okay, had, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, thanks. I, I yeah. had to go. I had to go to one before surgery. Actually. That was physical therapy. No, 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 it wasn't. They had oh, to like make that. sure my <laughs> mental was right before I had surgery.
1: They want so to make I sure went. you. They want to make sure you wasn't giving up a kidney under duress. Yeah,
3: and somebody forcing me <laughs> to do Under duress, it, so I actually did see someone, and I'm open to it. I said this before. You're the only person that's not open to it,
1: uh, Doctor. This isn't. This isn't feeling like a Miles, safe place. Here's
4: what I. Here's what I would tell you. It's, there we go. It's. It's not what you think, right? Okay. It's not the uncomfortable, awkward walk in. Tell me about your grandma. Tell me about the thing that kid said in the fifth grade that time. You know, it's. It's, it's none of that. It. Um, it can be as deep. Or as light as you want it, right? Most of the time folks come into therapy when they got an issue in life that they're just trying to get through. It's like, hey, you know what? I, I lost a job. Now I'm trying to find a new place. Life seems to be spinning out of control a little bit. What what can I do? Give me some tools, you know? Most folks come in for three months at a time. Quick burst, three months, once per week. Hey, I just need help getting over this one thing, and then I'm out. You know, it's like a little tune-up. And so it can be as, you know, use it to your advantage, man. It can be as, as deep and heavy or as you know or as tool focused and short-term focused as you want. And with, with, you know, speaking of your compartments, you're talking to the compartmentalizing king, right? (laughs) right? What (laughs) what I will tell you is there will come a time in life where you figure out when it's time to empty each compartment, and then you will figure out the best way to do that in order for you to move forward to the next level of of your evolution. It's a a process. It's going to happen in time. and, And you'll know when it's ready.
3: Amen.
4: See, I, I'm gonna be super honest, right? And I, I,
1: don't know if I said it here before, but I'm gonna be super honest. I'm, I'm not scared.
3: Sounds like it to me.
1: Sounds. So- I am worried. I am worried that one. What if I need those things that, you know, people are saying you need to let go? What if I need me personally, right? Like, and everybody is different and everybody can say, oh, well, you don't need this. You got to let go. What if I need those things, right? What if I need the traumatic things and, and the, the the pain and all? what if I need, because that's what I've been using for the past 31 years. And then I'm also worried about, I'm not sure if we open and I know, I, I know, well, I don't know, right? Because I've never sat in therapy with you, but I'm pretty sure most therapists are going to say. Well, you need to let things out. I'm a, I'm worried that if I let these things out, that there's no putting a lid back on this thing, and that's no good yeah. for anyone around me. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the big worry that most folks have because the pain is so deep and the pain is is so baked in that once we pop the lid, we don't know if we can put the top back on. Uh, but once you once you find the person who you feel comfortable with, who you feel comfortable being vulnerable with, who you feel like, you know, this person sees me and they get it and I don't have to do any over explaining. Um, and once you do it the first time, man, and you walk out, you know, feeling about two or three inches taller and 10 pounds lighter, you're going to be like, oh shit, okay, yeah, <laughs> this, this works. But you know, the thing I would tell for, for us, man, for black men in particular, the, the One of the big holdups, one of the big barriers for us is, you know, it's like, okay, who am I going to go see who's going to get me? You know what I mean? Who I don't have to over-explain. So, okay, well, you know, this is this is what being Black means to me. And I don't have right, to give them right, a tutorial exactly. and what it means to be me. Right. So, you know, so you got to see a few different people, man. It's not a, you know, 3%. Of the psychiatrists in the country are black, even less are black men. So mm. you know you have it's like a, it's like it's like dating, man. You're gonna have to see a few different people before you find the one who you feel like okay, that person I can rock with. That person. So you know, make a couple, three or four different appointments. Have you know see each one and say okay, that's a no, that's a no. This one here I can rock with. But you'll you'll know when you find that person. You know when it's ready. Ain't, ain't no rush to it. Universe has a way of of making that happen when it's time. You know. You hear that, Ryan? There's no rush. So get up off of me. This is what it was. Get this off was, of
3: me! This was the Lord saying, "It's time." You see how Doctor Ish here? This was him telling us, "It's time." And I don't, I don't want you to just throw yourself into a session. Like, let me. I have to go. I want it to be the right time, but I also want you to like understand what he said. It, it's not going to be the best the first, second, or third time. I just need you but to try, try, bro. When did this? Become,
1: when did this become the mouse intervention? I just. I,
3: this is my one time <laughs> I, was I can was actually I have up? a pre-session. Was, I set, was is I like set the pre-session. I just, I, I, but we've all said this, Mouse we, Jones. We Mouse Jones. It. I feel like you've set yourself up. This is, this yeah. is amazing. Because we said we wanted to do an episode with a therapist.
1: We did, we did, but I didn't. Know that, and you that, set that's it not up, uh, okay? But not, I didn't know this was the one. I just wanted to talk to Doctor Ish. I didn't know. All right, okay.
3: That's how I was supposed to feel in therapy, like you're just having a good conversation.
1: Yeah, it sounds like I'm getting jumped. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an unwarranted threesome. Back up all. Oh, Mac, that's funny. That's that's rich, Mac Wiles. That's that's rich. All um, you know, to the I'm office.
2: Want to get the uh, want to get the therapy room right. You know.
1: So, but let's do that, right? I, I do think that's dope. So let's do that. Before we get there, I you know we have to do the service to our listeners and our community and the the people that I watch or the people that have heard anything about this season. So there was a few things that happened this season that was quite controversial. Um, obviously, let's jump into the one that's right there. Um, yep. I had an opportunity to have either one of them on the show, but I was like, ah, I don't want it to become something that gets mudded. So I was like, let me just, if I could get Dr. Ish, I would much rather yep. get Dr. Ish. Yeah. Um, so Smart. on this, epi- so on a specific episode, on the episode in particular, Tahiri and Vado are there as a couple. Right. Um, t- there there's a physical altercation. Um, right. Only one of them was punished, quote unquote, because, you know, we're talking about adults, but only one of them was reprimanded for the 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 uh, the altercation. So as the person in charge, as the therapist, as the person in charge of keeping um, everyone safe, why was there more um, onus put on Vito than equally?
4: Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Um, and obviously. The thing that he did wasn't equal to what she did, obviously. Right, first first thing, um, and then the other thing is it's a fair question because what you guys got to see mm-hmm. was that him being made out to be the bad guy, everything was on him and nothing on her, which which didn't happen. So okay. you know, it's, yeah. it's um, it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in because as a psychiatrist, you know, board certified psychiatrist, my job is to do the hard thing for people, right, and so. It's like when a kid comes in the first week and I've seen them and they got a little bruise and, you know, whatever, get your Adderall and and keep it pushing. Then the next month, (laughs) kid comes, right? Then the next month, kid comes back in and they got another bruise on a different part. It's like, ah, you know, fell off the bike again, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. But then the third month in a row, the kid comes back in and now it's, you know, so now we got a problem. Now I got to talk to the kid by themselves, right? Mom, if you don't mind. I want to have a conversation oh why is that well because i'm the doctor some stuff i need to ask them okay kid says well you know what dad kind of gets rough sometimes and this is the thing that happens so now my job is to call child protective services right and nobody is happy right kids crying because they know they can't go home tonight mom's furious because how dare you talk to my kid alone and take you know and remove my child from the home dad's on the phone He's in the truck and he's coming down. And he's going to beat my ass, right? Everybody's pissed. And so it's the same situation in a domestic violence situation, man. Nobody's happy, right? The The rule says you remove the aggressor from the situation, whoever is the most violent. Mm. Most of the time in a domestic violence situation, they're both violent, just like we had here, right? Um, so you take the guy in the situation and then whoever he was beating, you know, they end up fighting the police. <laughs> they end up fighting <laughs> because that's, you know, yeah. that's what happens. So, uh, so they were both wrong. Uh, neither one of them are villains. Both of them were very, very injured uh, and had some unhealed wounds. Tahiri was in. Tahir was wrong first, right? Okay. Tahiri, she demeaned him and she diminished him and she belittled him and she emasculated him at every turn. And that's what he was feeling from the time they walked into the house. So this day in particular, it was just me on set. Judge was sick. Um, And so she had been escalating, escalating, saying some really nasty stuff. And then she pushed a chair on them. uh, And when they were doing the when the whole apples thing jumped off, I was in the room next door getting set up. Um, And so before they come in, somebody runs and says, hey, she just threw these apples at him. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to address it when they come into the room. When I get to them, I'm going to talk about, you know, talk about her throwing the apples before I could have that conversation with both of them everything popped off. So after okay. the conversation, now it's like, okay, what do we got to do? Well, first things first, got to make sure everybody's safe. Vado, Hey, you, you did the choking. You've got to go over here. Now we're going to make sure she's cool. Um, and so with medicine, man, mouse and, and guys, it's a matter of timing and dosage, right? If you okay. have, if you've got pneumonia and you come to me and I'm like, yeah, you got pneumonia, chest x-ray says you got pneumonia, your white blood cell count is up. I'm not going to give you any medicine. We're just going to see how it goes. That don't really do you any good, right? Or if I give you an antibiotic and it's the wrong dose, doesn't do you any good. So it's got, I got to give it to you at the right time, at the right dose. So for her, when's the right time to tell her what part she played in the cycle of violence, right? Mm. Is it, is it while she's getting choked out? And I'm like, hey, Tahiri, you know what? Hey, darling, let me tell you. You know, the reason why he's got his hands on your neck right now is because, right? It's not the right time, mm. I mean? right? And so, but if you <laughs> wait too long, now she can't connect the dots because she plays a part in that too, right? And she obviously did. We all exactly. get to see it. And so that following day was when I addressed it with her. And then the following days is when I addressed it all with the group. Unfortunately, you guys didn't get to see that. That part didn't make it to air, but we did, you know, we, we saw the Vado piece. So I, my decision was, I don't want either one of them to have to continue to go through with with this. So instead of just being peace with everybody, let's figure out how we can let them both stay on the show, how we can let them both get some type of tools to make it not happen again. And, you know, and quite frankly, how can we not disrupt either one of their either one of their money? Because if they gotta leave the show, then you know, then all that, then all that leaves. And so I felt like it was Mm -hmm. the fairest thing. I would I didn't like. I didn't like how he made. He was made out to be the total villain because Bato's not an asshole at all. Bato's a cool dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Botto, he's right? actually a really yeah, nice yeah. guy. Yeah, he, we he's, all he's a cool yeah. dude, and that's totally not who he is. You know what I mean? Which was so shocking. I was like, "What? Where did this come from?" He was like, "I have no idea." I was like, "Well, let me tell you where it come from because you've been trying to sit on this thing for the whole time." And so, um, yeah, it was an unfortunate situation. Um, I don't like the way that we didn't get to see all the work we did with her afterward because it was a lot. of holding her responsible too, Uh, but then obviously, you know, at no point, you know, so some of the some of the blowback is, um, well, she, you know, she deserved it. She, she should have, you know, she, she had it coming. Da 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 da. Which is a ridiculous thing to say, right? At at no point can, at no point can we have the conversation about what are acceptable levels of violence towards women. That's just not a conversation I'm going to have. Period. That's not how I was raised. It's not. if, If that is your thing, if that's how you rock, do your thing. I'm not here to change your mind. But that's just not what we're doing. Uh, But we do need to have the conversation about the cycle of violence and the part everybody plays in it because it takes two people to do that.
1: Is there a moment, um, and I guess I'm asking in regards to Vidal, but just overall, um, because we do acknowledge that that isn't Vado. Like Vado, I don't think anyone who knows him or spent any time around him would 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 identify Not him either. as a a woman. Totally beater. out of character for him. So for exactly right. So we hear that term "out of yeah. character," yeah. So when we hear that, what is that? Uh, at least in your um in your in your studies and in, in your experience, what is that moment where somebody gets to that? I guess for lack of a better term, breaking point where they where you get out of character. And maybe lash out in a physical manner towards us uh,
4: and towards others. Right. other. So, so that's a great question, Mouse. That means that there is some stuff going on with you that you have not become aware of. And you thought you were doing a really good job compartmentalizing it and putting it in a box and putting it on a shelf. But you really, really haven't. Right. And so we've all got these things, um, especially us as black men. We've all got that thing that we pretend to not to know about ourselves, oh, right? Sure. You know what I mean. And so for Vado, so here's the situation, okay. right? Here's the situation with Vado. This is the girl from around the way. I've been knowing her ever since I was, you know, me high. And I've seen all the dudes she's dated, and I've seen her get dogged out, and I've seen her do some dogging. But that's that's. I think I could be her dude, right? And so now I finally get. The Mm -hmm. chance. And I finally get to be with her. But now the way she deals with me doesn't look like the way she dealt with all those other guys. And Mm. so now I'm wondering wondering what's up with that. She don't look like she loved me like she loved them. Right. She don't look like she was into me as she was into Joe and whoever whoever else. Right. 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 All that played into Vado's, And I'm saying Vado, but we all have it. I have it. Everybody has this, everybody suffers in some degree from that never enough itis, right? Who I am isn't enough for you. Mm. And so when Tahiri showed up and she said, Vado, you're the brokest dude I ever dated. You need to grow up. He's looking, she don't look at me the way she looks at the other ones of them. Another thing, the other thing I hate that you guys couldn't see was some of the private stuff me and Vado did. Because it was super real. He told me one day, he was like, Doc, honestly, I feel like I'm the woman in this relationship because I'm showing up trying to be vulnerable and share all this stuff. And it feels like no matter what I do, it's not enough for her. Right. And so when she shows up and she confirms that for him, it goes into that place where he don't want to talk about, which is Maybe who I am isn't enough for her, and boom, over time, right, it explodes, and it's not—it's not a private thing they're doing, right? They're doing it in a house for like eight other people and two hundred crew members and twenty thousand cameras, so that's a lot, and so and and so you know, and it was a tick tick boom moment for him. That
3: that's like yeah. that's like to me, it's like that whole growing up, and that's your trophy. Like you see right. everybody have it, and right. you're like, if I get it, I know I'm gonna treat it right. I know he's gonna be perfect. I know we're gonna do this, and then you finally get it, and it ain't what you want. Like I tell people all the time, like your favorite celebrities and your favorite rappers and singers are amazing artists, but you would hate to chill with them. So <laughs> what you see on TV right. isn't sure right. reality. So when you say that about that was like the, it's, it's basically the woman he looked up. That was a woman of his dreams. Right. And by the time it got to right. his reality, it was like she went through all the good dreams, and now she hit the bad one, and you is all reflected on you.
4: You got so, it. That's well, well said. And then the other thing was. He was watching her, so he knew what Tahiri at 20 in love looks like. I'm like, Vado, she ain't 20 no more, she right? Love looks very different from 20 at 30, right? So she's a different woman now, so you got to understand hmm. that too. But if I'm thinking that, if I'm really thinking that, hey, I'm reaching to be with this person, I'm trying, you know, this is my pinnacle, this is my ultimate, this is my dream woman, then there's a little bit of doubt in my mind. So I, what I'm really looking for is the evidence to say that, hey, yeah, I knew it, who I am wasn't enough. I knew it was I knew it was too good to be true. I knew it was coming anyway. And once that happened, man, boom, things just exploded. You know, Tahiri's got a lot of unhealed trauma. Um, she's got a lot of work she still needs to do. And the brain is tricky, man. It will trick you into even if something is hurting you, if it's the thing you've always done, your brain doesn't want to give it up. We don't like to lose stuff. Anything that we lose or get rid of or shared or shed, our brain thinks is a loss and we feel less than. So well, somebody who's in an abusive relationship, and that's your patterns, you know, relationship after relationship, whether it's, you know, whatever his name is, um, once you show up and that's not there, you feel like something's wrong. So you're going to start to subconsciously do some things to provoke your partner, because once you see the anger, once you see the drama, okay, yeah, now this feels right. You know what I mean? And so we don't want to get rid of mm-hmm. the thing, even if getting rid of it mm-hmm. makes us feel better. It's just weird how your brain does that.
1: Damn!
4: Damn. yeah
2: wow oh i got some i got some ex-girlfriends i should call (laughs) (laughs)
1: so so okay because you said something that never enough itis i want to come back to that but um i definitely want so first so so just to clear it um because i think a lot of people um were under the guise that like like you said like a lot of things weren't shown and obviously vada was made to look out like so you weren't happy with that either, the way that was cut. I didn't. Li- I
4: didn't like that. I didn't like the last episode. We didn't get him to uh, get him to talk. I wanted him to come on and do a Facebook live with me after that last episode, but he was in the air and we couldn't get it scheduled uh, because he had. You know, he he's got he's got something to say too, right? And this go it all goes back to the thing we said when we first jumped on. You know, black guys don't go to therapy, well, because we don't feel we get a fair shake every single place we show up. And you know, lo and behold, we show up, and this is the situation here. So I was like, bottle man here's here's the deal what you did was dead wrong obviously getting hit with a piece of fruit doesn't equate on no day to choking somebody out but still right you still deserve to have a voice because there's a lot of guys who feel like you felt right so Tahiri was addressed we didn't get to see it you know I I talked to her about it she'll tell you that you know obviously bottom was addressed and that's what you guys got to see um but I think the larger issue man that that i probably was a little bit surprised about was how many guys felt like bottle feel in their relationship. You know what I mean? So the numbers say, you know, domestic violence is always about sixty percent, you know, man on woman, forty percent woman on man. But it's probably a lot more equal to that because I have never seen a domestic violence situation mm-hmm. where it's only one side. It usually goes both ways, right? Do you and feel totally... like do you
3: feel like those statistics are more physical than than mental?
4: Oh. Oh, right, they're absolutely more physical because nobody 200%. reports, right? Nobody reports how many times a week you call me a bitch, <laughs> right? That's nobody right. reports how many times you neglected me, you told me I was fat, you told me I was ugly. You, you, you know, nobody reports all that stuff. Uh, and the other thing, guys, guys don't report, guys underreport for sure. How many guys you know are going to show up, call the police, and be like, she hit me?
3: Perfect. It's a, it's a, like, mas- it's like, a masculinity that. thing. I like that.
4: Right. Right, yeah, So guys, guys, <laughs> under, guys under guys report. Um, and, and that's a part of it's, it's one of those things as a culture that we got to work on that, you know, uh, sometimes as black folks, we have some very antiquated ideas of what relationship roles look like because we have antiquated ideas of what masculinity looks like. Right. you know, The thing we get celebrated <laughs> for, we got we got to show up like LeBron. We got to be six foot five and 200 pounds and run real fast or jump real high. And that's the thing we traditionally been celebrated for with our strength, but our real strength comes in our emotional strength, man, and our resilience. And so we gotta, you know, that's that's one of those things we gotta we gotta work on shifting. Wow, wow,
1: that is you deep, like you had no TV therapist, like you really, you're the, you the real fucking. So I'm, I'm about to say, bro, I'm I'm, I'm sitting here like, like I'm sitting here like God dang.
2: Now I'm you said to that a the never- therapist
1: right now. You I got said- I got some things I gotta talk about. You said that never enough itis shit. My so, yeah. my heart turned this way. Like <laughs> everything is working right? backwards right now since yeah, that. Man. So you said okay. So you said uh I, I want to, because I think it ties into it. I want to talk about that emasculation, right? Yeah. That takes place. Uh I've only dated black women, so I I can only speak to what goes on in black relationships that I've right. experienced. And it seems that it happens in the black relationship a lot more than happens anywhere else. Um, that could be a number fudge, or that could be the truth. Um, in your experience, why do you think that emasculation happens, and what else does it lead to outside of just the obvious you know, domestic
4: violence? Yeah, well, it obviously you know, it leads to the destruction of a black relationship, and if you don't have a healthy relationship with the person who you love and who's supposed to be loving you, life is very limited at that point. And so it doesn't happen mm-hmm. by accident, Right. It's it happens on purpose. It's what we were taught. You know, my family got here in sixteen seventy one from Barbados with their slave master at the time. Right. And it's what we were taught from day one. We were taught we were taught how to diminish each other. Right, we were Im- immediately pitted against each other: light-skinned dude against the dark-skinned dude, big dude against the little dude, mm-hmm. the one who you know who can sneak off and read a little, a few words, versus the one who can't. Right, and so that's you know in the house versus in the field, and so we we get that set up, right? You know, we were we were emasculated as men from from the time we were here, and guess who saw that? Our women saw that, right? Mm. And so our women understand if I have a son the way for him to stay safe and to stay alive is to show up somehow less than a man. You can't use your full grown man voice. You can't use your full grown man strength because they will come out here and they will slay you for that, right? And so it, it starts from there. Now, fast forward four generations, five generations later, who's in school more than, who, who goes to school more? Who goes to college more, black men or black women? Black women. Right, who's got the better credit scores, black men and black women? Black one,
3: speak women. for
4: yourselves, speak
3: right.
4: for yourselves. Right? <laughs> hey, relax. I, relax. My credit is up and my degree, <laughs> my degree is Roy amazing. All right all right, right. right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Ooh. All right, Doc,
3: my fault, my right? fault, my fault. <laughs> who's signing
4: for the apartment? <laughs> whose name's on the cardinal? Who's, you know, whose name's on the house, right? Who's oh. got the better job, right? And so it's real hard. And I got five sisters, man, eight aunts. So what I can tell you is it is, it is really hard for black men to show up and figure out why it is you need me ooh, ooh shit I, you know what i mean and that's crazy. and and it's so did
1: you and ryan text each other or
4: something like
1: <laughs> niggas is jump niggas is
4: jumping me
3: that's <laughs> my, my guy right there
4: it's it's real it's real man and i can, and i can tell you because i because i've lived it too you know what i mean and it's and it's real hard and so you know sisters got to make an effort to 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 help us, you know, to help us understand why they need us. Okay, I get it. You don't need me for the money. You got that? Great. Independent. Love it. What is it you need me for? Maybe it's my emotional strength. Right? Maybe you like to bounce on it. Whatever that is, there's no wrong answer. But you can't be afraid to talk about it. And I think I think like you know, with Votto and with a lot of us, we are not comfortable being vulnerable enough to ask that question. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is. I know there's some things I can do well. I know there's some stuff that I don't do well, right? But I'm really having a hard time figuring out why it is, why it is you need me, why, why am I the dude, you know? And if you can communicate with each other about that calmly, you can have a rock solid relationship. But if you can't talk about it, it's always gonna be the elephant in the room. And when little things start to pop off, they're gonna be really big things because you never talked about that underlying issue.
2: Okay, Doc, I have a question, right? Yep. I think being in, a, re- I think now being in a relationship, uh, we, we all have gone through the regular, uh, I guess, antiquated, quote unquote, quintessential ways of getting into a relationship. You see a girl, you like a girl, you like, yo, you want to be my girl, y'all become boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, but uh, in your opinion, like, what are the, what are the steps needed uh, to, to build a very successful relationship?
4: Man, you know what? That's a really good question. I love that question. Because everybody question. will tell you, every relationship will tell you something different. Some folks will say, well, there's a 90-day rule and you got to do this and you got to go ABC. I don't think any of that is true, man. I got couples who went on a first date, slept together the first night. They've been married for 20 years, you know, just rocking solid. And I got folks who who went through every single step. And in three years, they hated each other's guts. And so I think the big thing, You want to find somebody who you can be immediately vulnerable with, right? You don't have to put the shield up. I don't have to show up and be perfect. It's not about where I live. It's not about what I got on. It's not about the job. It's not about the car. It's the bus. Who can I, who can I, right? Everybody wants the same three things in a relationship, right? Whether we say it out loud or not, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. So it's about going through the process of feeling comfortable enough to let that person see you, all of you, and feel like they hear you so you can feel like they understand you. So the really the word is really vulnerability, man. And so one of the one of the cool mm. things that's happening now because of the pandemic is people are having to talk more. They're having to have more conversations. I can't I can't I say I can't hit you up online and meet up tomorrow night. We got there's some steps we got to put in between now. So now I got to get, oh, damn, I got to get to know you, know you more now before
3: we <laughs> it feels it. Like, it feels like when I was younger, like when we, when we first got to talk on the phone, the only time you could just talk right. all night and you could text on, like, stuff right. like that. When it wasn't a social media, it wasn't a, oh, well, well you catch me here, see me when I'm outside. I was like, nah, I'm going to have this good conversation. I'm going right. to fall asleep on the phone with you. Right. And I'm going to wake up like, damn, this is special type stuff. Now you got to really talk. See now we, we got the time. real game. We got the real right. game, yeah,
4: yeah. And and then the other thing is, with the pandemic going on, we got this invisible enemy out here. We don't know how to really fight that well, right? Now we got the cultural war going on. Hell, I you know, I may get in hmm. my car once a week for twenty minutes, maybe, because I don't want to get stopped and I don't want to get shot, right? And so we got we got this other fear going on. Now we got job stuff. Now we got money stuff. So it's a, like a mini existential crisis for everybody because we're really trying to figure out what does my life really need? You know what I mean? And what are those things Mm. of value? It's Like when your house is burning down, what do you do? You reach for the things that have value. All right, got my lady right here, got my car keys, got my money, get the kids and let's get up out of here. And we don't have time to think about anything else that's not adding value to our life. Same thing is happening with relationships. Think about how many friends over the last six months you have had very little time for because you realize they don't really add a whole lot of value to my life. You know what I mean? And so the same thing is happening in relationships. People, are, we have gotten much better being doing figuring it out much quicker. Oh yeah, this person, I feel good. I like who I am when I talk to them, when they I get a text from them, when I feel. And if it's not there, it's just not there. We're pushing past it. And so, you know, I think you got to trust your instincts on that one, Mac. You know, just whoever you can feel vulnerable with as quickly as possible and feel like, and here's the big thing for us as black men, can I share with you the things that I have been ashamed of, and trust you to handle that with love and care and tenderness and kindness.
3: That, that I feel like that's really deep for us, because that's that's one of the main reasons we started this. Yeah, like we we started this podcast just to open up to each other and and talk to each other as brothers yeah. and family and what we're going through a relationship, whether it be with our parents or with our significant other, whatever it is, but we felt like there wasn't enough black men to speak out on that. And so at by all. reassuring everything we already knew was true with you coming out here and teaching us even more things. And you see Mouse's face. He about to shed two tears because you talking to him. But um, it's just like, it, make, it makes me think like, it's not, I don't think that this is a job as what we do as, as being on this podcast, but it makes me feel like the things that we talk about and we do are really like, not take it for granted because there's somebody over us like you who's really telling us this is the right thing and this is true to talk and communicate.
1: Yeah. This this feels this this feels like uh outside of everything else that this episode or this past thirty minutes has been, this feels like what Ryan said, like this feels like confirmation. Like for the first time. I mean outside of like seeing the letters and the adoration and you know being at the You know what's
3: crazy, Mouse? We just talked about this yesterday.
1: Yeah. And yeah. we said, and, and you yeah. said, you're
3: like, nah, that's not me. Like, I don't need somebody to confirm that I'm doing a great job in this affirmation, affirmation, affirmation. And now, affirmation, and now yeah. you see it. It's it's literally less than 24 hours later. Yeah. We're having we're having a similar conversation with someone who knows more than than we know about the subject, and now it hits you. Yesterday it was a nah, I, I don't need that. And today it was, yo, it's good to feel that way. Like it. We uh, knew it was this, but it feels good when somebody says y'all doing a, you're doing the right thing and speaking up for us as as uh, black
1: yeah, men.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, so definitely, that's, you know. Before we go any further, thank you, Doctor Ishveevan, taking time out to chop it up with us today. Thank you. That's oh, of
4: course, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. It's, but we're, um, not you know. <laughs> we're not
1: done. We're
4: not done. They're
1: pouring it on.
3: Um. <laughs> um so I need. I'm gonna need this like monthly. Yeah, is, that. please, schedule nice. us
1: in. Schedule the guy <laughs> nice. that goes, we getting a little money, Um, you know, it ain't, you we, know, i about to say, we, we can give you the Patreon money. Yeah, you can take the Patreon money. We can give Patreon you the Patreon money, just, please. We'll just send it over. Just nah, don't, don't take don't, my don't,
3: money.
4: Don't, don't, don't even need it, man. Just shoot
1: <laughs> me a time. I know it, you man.
3: don't. You got <laughs> 10
1: seasons of a show. Man, <laughs> I, I need it. You put me on the show. I'm going to be your real <laughs> <little> assistant. <laughs> so I want to add something that, that, that probably is a little linear or or, or, or probably drives this home uh, for, for some of the, the listeners. On social media, specifically Twitter, there's this ongoing gender war, right? And, and I think Matt mm. gets to live above it because when Twitter came out, he was already famous. I'm in the midst of it because <laughs> I got my fame due in part to Twitter. Yeah. Ryan gets to live I'm not famous. under it. So, I don't get you none know, it. We, it all affects that. us differently. Yeah. But it's like, there's this gender war and it's if it's not $200 dates, it's gender norms and it's it it, it to me it just seems like a bunch of people not dating other people who actually like them but uh but I think everybody's just trying to fit into this box but what do you see it is that that happens in the black community where there's always this pitting of the genders against one another
4: yeah I think, um, I think as black people, man, we really struggle with helping each other feel good,
0: Mm.
4: you know? Mm. Um, and I think the reason we struggle with it is because in order to help you feel good, you know, somebody has got to show up and be vulnerable. Somebody has got to show up and go first. Somebody has got to risk not getting loved back. Right. Um, and we have been loved traditionally so little till that hurts us. You know, that hurts when that happens, right? When the worst part in any relationship is when you figure out that who I am isn't enough for this person or this person don't love me like I love them or they don't, or they don't love me back at all. Um, and so I think for us, we just, it's, you know, the thing that, the thing that drives the, the, jet, the war, right? The thing that drives the angst and the clapbacks and the, and the anger and the frustration, well, those, those are all good emotions, but they're not primary emotions, right? right. You've got four primary emotions. You've got happy, sad, Fear, surprise. So, what's driving it? Are you happy? Is that why you're out here? You know, you're doing your general. No, you're not happy. Okay, are you sad? Probably. I'm a lot sad about it because I don't think there's enough for me to be happy. You know, does it does it surprise me anymore? No, but does it scare me? Yeah. So, sad and fear because we 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 don't have a lot of good models out there. You know, most of us didn't come from a from a from a happy home like Warden June Cleaver, right? And boy, so I try to
3: tell him. that right. I, I, yeah. I was. I don't know one stand-up guy that I was raised around. Not one. Right. right. So that's I don't hard. know one stand-up right. individual black right. male that was like he was a perfect father and a perfect husband and a role model. It just. I just don't know.
4: So that's hard. And so now, as so as a twelve-year-old boy who's starting to like who he likes. Now you got to figure it out for yourself and you're going to get your information from friends and, you know, and maybe from a coach or a school teacher, like where do you go to get that information? So nobody ever taught us how to love each other, man. You know, that's the, that's, that's the problem, right? And so they didn't teach us how to love our women and they damn sure didn't teach us how to love each other as brothers. Um, and so I think the, in the culture we're currently living in, when we're talking about social media culture, it's a selfie culture. It's about me. I need to live my best life today. And if you're not helping me do that, then then you must be standing in my way. So I need to be met, right? And so it's it's that whole thing. And we're feeling that it comes from a place of lack, right? When you talk about black relationships, mm-hmm. you know, it comes a lot of it comes from a place of lack. Half of us hear the numbers. Half of us out there, half the brothers are either dead or in jail by the time we we're 21. Think about that number. Think about think about that number. Yes. So now, if you are a black woman, and on every woman on the planet, black women are the least likely to date outside their race. So they're looking for us. They're looking for brothers, right? But half of us are gone. So now, so now, so that's so, so there's some fear. Maybe there's not enough good guys to go around. So now the guys who are left, you know, okay, I got to find a guy who is not married, who ain't totally batshit crazy and who actually likes women, <laughs> right? Now I got I to find one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the numbers
3: don't work in their favor, man. Yeah, so they
4: are scared. They are sad about it, and they're work, they work
3: in my favor, doc.
2: Yeah, they work They're working <laughs> in my favor, doc. <laughs> no, but I, but, I, but 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 You know, I think I think I think you you brought up a good point. I think I think so. Even with that, they start doing their own uh, car car car. How do I say it? Car- compartmentalizing? compartmentalizing, there we go, I'm sorry, it was a brain fart, really? compartmentalizing of their own feelings and their own fears, and instead of, like, you know, uh, you listen to the Summer Walker song, instead of just trying to look for somebody who you can fall in love with and all of that, you're like, just might be a hoe. you know, might as well just, you know, look for a baller or something like that, so I can, you know, get these very, uh, superficial, uh, feelings and thoughts off real fast you know i get get a little bit of money out of it but no nah, that's that's actually
4: wow so Matt, thank you, thank you right? dr ish so mac what you're talking about is all those reasons to settle right mm-hmm. and you can you could write it's like hey you know what i wanted the Benz, but i only got honda money so damn i gotta settle for the honda you know i i i wanted a mansion but i got trailer park money so i gotta settle and so after you show up and have to settle in so many different areas of your life after you've shown up and been disappointed so many times and you settle over and over again, it just makes you mad. You know, your head, you can wrap your head around it, but your heart always feels like it's being cheated out of something it really deserves. You know what I mean? And every time you show up and get reminded that you might not get it, it just pisses you off. I give and up. So what, right? So what's I your give, love story? I, you?
1: I give up. I give up. I'm leaving this chat. I give up. I, <laughs> you're not, what? Not going to talk to you like that, huh? You're not going to talk to me about <laughs> me, but not to me like
4: this. in my, no, in my, my face. Look, I'm, I'm the one in the middle, Dr. Ish. You're not going to talk to me so like this. <laughs> Damn, right? what? And so, so, so what, we also, what we're talking about is your love story. What is your love story? We've all got a love story. If my love story is dating is fun, then I'm going to show up and I'm going to be subconsciously drawn to women who are fun, right? If my love story is all guys cheat, and all men are dogs. Oh then I'm gonna, I'm gonna subconsciously be drawn to guys who help my love story come true because your brain wants to make you right all day, every single
3: day. My mother always taught oh me God. when you go looking, Say, for I gotta, something I gotta, you I gotta find. But it. I gotta lay here.
4: I gotta lay here. This is this is <laughs> this is crazy. I gotta,
3: She's on the couch. on the couch. My boy gotta move. This is but crazy. not but like that's what my mom always says. She said when you go looking for something, you go find it. So you're if you look, if you're looking for that cheating that cheating right. dude or that this this un-honest individual, you're gonna find that person. Now, if you're looking to be happy and you want right. some to, to, to make you happy and make you smile and feel good, that happiness is gonna come find you. Absolutely.
4: Right. It's gonna find you, right? It's just, just your your brain, that's how our brain works. Wow. It wants to wow. make our it's trying to make wow. sense of our world. And if this is what we think about the world then we're going to only pick up on those things that help that story come true. And so that's, 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 that's the heart of that self-sabotage, man. You really got to work on what you believe.
0: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: Why are you like this, Doctor? It's like what 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 led you to therapy? Just real fast, hey, I know, I know it's a long, I know that's probably like a long, complex yeah. end, like yeah. what led you as a black man from
4: Barbados? Um, yeah. what led you to therapy? Well, you know, I'm from I'm I'm born and raised here, man, but that's 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 where the parents were from, right? Uh mm-hmm. obviously by way of Nigeria and all that. Oh, but wow. for me, man, you know, five sisters. Eight aunts, my mom and dad were together for 56 years before we lost her eight years ago. So, you know, he dropped out of school in the sixth grade, wanted to be a math professor, had to drop out of school and share crop, made six bucks a week. She, she was a cook at, you know, not a chef, a cook at schools, at wow. restaurants, that kind of thing, right? Um, but when I look at us, right? I got a sister, my older sister put three kids through college, boom, they're doing great. Next sister manages the post office, boom, she's doing great. Next sister is a lawyer, boom, doing great. My brother's a Marine, boom, doing great. One sister, you know, is FBI, boom, doing great. My baby sister's a psychologist, boom, doing great. And so you're talking about the things that you can achieve in less than a generation if you just got some love and happiness and two folks who know with some common sense in the house. You know what I mean? And even if they can't be in the house, they can be in your life. And it makes it makes all the difference, man. Just just having an eight-year-old kid to look up and somebody can say, hey, you know what? I believe you can do it. You know what I mean? And, and, and let me tell you why. Who you are is enough. That was our thing. Our folks, at no day did we never not get that information. Hey, who you are is enough. You can go ahead and be anything you want to be, and there's nothing extra you got to do to get it. So I believe if you can be happy with the person you love, man, you know, that's the... If you are unhappy with the person you love, then pretty much everything else in your life is going to suck. You can have all the money you want, all the women you want. You can have all the codes or the cars or whatever. But if you're not happy with that one person who's supposed to be loving you the most, you're going to be saying, you know what? Life's life's kind of hard. But flip the script. If you have no job, you got no money, you got a. Five hundred credit score, right? You living in a, you know, in a in a box, you know. Again, in, talking a mouse. Right? I
1: don't but, live in no box, bitch.
3: <laughs> I know your credit score is five hundred. <laughs> oh,
4: my credit right, score is right? five hundred. But, but, but that one person who's supposed to love you the most does. You're gonna be like, you know, what life's pretty good. And that's so, if a, you can get, if we a, can get that. that one thing right, it can change everything in your life, you know what I mean? So that's that's why it matters to me. And I think, you know, everybody deserves to show up and be able to feel good about who they are. You know, why, why, why can I why do I not get to show up and feel good about about me? You know? Um and my thing for me is that, you know, it was when I decided to go into psychiatry, I was like, you know, um folks folks need good psychiatrists too everybody, why psychiatry man? Why don't you do, you know, why don't you go do family practice? You're so good over here. You're so good over there. I was like, well, you know, this this is the thing that matters to me because if you can't keep your mind right, then nothing else really matters.
3: That's fire. I w- I wanted to do stuff similar to you, but there's too much years in school. It was <laughs> you had to do a lot. You okay, but, a guess, lot.
4: but guess what? Here's what I would share with you. You don't you don't have to be a doctor in order to help people, right? Mm. Think about how many people you're helping right now just for being who you are, <laughs> doing the thing you're doing. Two point five million. Just wanted to put it out there, right? A, a right. Lot. Think about that. 2.5
3: million, dude. A, just, a lot, a lot. Right? But, uh, is this a new show? Do did, did we just think of a new show, me and you? Like Doc and, <laughs> Doc and Lil Doc? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do it. You that's, just cut me out
4: right. that.
1: You that's just right. cut that, right? You, you just cut us out, that's... Oh, y'all be our first patients. <laughs> you our real... first patients. Wait, and in that, we... Have... <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you our first. It's
3: like, it's like, it's like Catfish. You know, they got like Neve but then they got the other person. <laughs> doc, is, doc is Doc. I'm the other person. Okay. I didn't go to school for it, but my voice is the voice of the young people, you know?
4: Yeah. And, you know, the school is good. You know, the school part is good. Five years of college, four years of med school, five years of residency. Two of that was for kids. So that that part's good. It teaches you the things not to do. I did um, four. But, I did four. That yeah, was just the way it but, stopped? But, the, you know, the larger part of what I do, man, is just... Um, Showing up and and figuring out what it is about this person I can love, you know what I mean, and how can I and how can I tap into that part? And that's not really something any, any school is going to be able to teach you. You know, you got it's just it's just a human thing. You know, hey, I care I care about who you are. I want to see you do your best. I accept all of who you are right now, faults and all. And let's just you know let's figure out how to move forward. As a as a psychiatrist, I'm sorry, my apologies. I
1: keep saying therapist. As a, as a psychiatrist, um, and with you know with helping these people is well, this is a two part question. One, is there a space to to quantify failure or success? And if there is, how do how like how do you how do you quantify a failure? Or or if if there is space for that?
4: Yeah, I think uh I don't really I don't really look at it like that. I look at it as everything is a success. Everything always goes to the good, right? Whether you take Ten steps forward, five steps, five steps, or baby step is still a step, right? Um, as long as you learn, as long as you learn something new about yourself, then that's a success, to me, right? Uh, if I'm working with a couple, sometimes my biggest successes are the couples who I help break up, because mm. you're just not you're just not ready to be in a loving, wholehearted relationship with another human because you got some unhealed childhood wounds over here that you got to address first before you can do that other thing effectively and so for you know what what I end up doing man uh is I end up helping people manage a lot of the crisis of their lives from from crisis to crisis from moment to moment and we all gather up you know we all got a tool bag and as we right. move through life, we end up you know we picked up a tool over here, picked up a hammer here. I got a saw now, I got a couple of screwdrivers, and we're just picking up as many tools as we can so when those those crises hit, we can reach in the bag and have something to help us work it out okay
1: and i and i, I always want to ask this I ask this to anybody who I know sure. that, um you know deals in the mental health field or emotions what it well, uh, well actually it's another two part question. One, what is toxicity? Like in today, in 2020, what is toxicity?
4: Toxicity is anything that
1: makes you feel
3: bad.
1: That mm. was very, that was, I'll be real, Mouse. That's very simple. That's very simple. Um, on behalf
3: of me and my uh, new business partner, that was, <laughs> I could have answered, <laughs> <laughs> no, answered that. No. I could have okay. answered that. No.
1: The reason I asked that question. I'll I, I, I tell you
3: the reason why you asked Because his answer was not what attracts you, the toxic man, to toxic energy because you like that shit. And that does not mean that the normal toxic is good because the normal toxic is something that treats you bad. But you just happen to like that shit. So I love love toxic. I love toxicity. See see what I'm saying? He didn't expect you to say something positive. No, I didn't expect (laughs) you to say that.
1: Or I expected to be like this big, ugly thing. When you said a show, like, (laughs) <laughs> what Kanye
4: said? Why everything that make me feel bad make <laughs> me, makes feel me feel so good? <laughs> yeah. And 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 understand right? What's toxic for me might not be toxic for you. Ooh. Right? Everybody's everybody's got a different personality, right? And so something you know what what's a strength for me may be a weakness for somebody else. And so what I view as toxic, you might be like, oh no, this is this is good information. Let me show you how how we use that, you know. And so it, it always. It's always about your personality, how that fits into your life. But when we talk about toxic relationships, toxic friendships, to, you, know, you know, toxic habits uh, that most of us have. It's those things that keep you from, in the words of Tony Baker, from being your fully realized self, you know. Mm. OK.
1: Now, can two now can two toxic people have a healthy, toxic relationship? Never. Mm. But what if what if
3: your talk, like you said, it depends on what's toxic to you? What if right. what you do, it that's toxic to them, they love, and what they do that's toxic to you, you love, and everything else is good. But there's just there's some problems, but they kind of balance out.
4: So it may balance out today, uh, but it's not going to balance out tomorrow, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Because right, I'm I'm 48. The things the things that I used to love at 28, I don't love no more.
0: Right.
4: Matter of fact, I hate a lot of them. You know? And so as people progress, this is the problem we get into in relationships. As I change and the things I used to be into, I'm no longer into. The things that used to work for me no longer work for me. You forget to tell your partner, right? So so as you grow, you know, in your twenties, those relationships about, hey, you know what? I'm trying to I'm trying to be who they want. This is what I want. So I'm gonna be who they want. In your thirties, you're like, okay, okay. Let me try to do some things that you know, help them feel good in your forties. Like okay, let's let's do those things that help me feel good. So as you kind of progress, you're going to change, and you're going to want to leave some of those toxic things behind. But we never progress in the same fashion at the same rate. And so, if your partner is on that same toxicity curve as you, then ultimately you're going to end up growing apart. What if those what if those toxic things that you
1: outgrow are attributed to somebody? You can't leave alone. Well, then that means they have power over you, right? Is that what is that what a uh, what did,
4: what is this thing called? Is that what they call a a trauma bond? It could be it could be a trauma bond. It could be one of those things that I am I'm not aware of why I like the things I like. So I, what, what so what are we doing in relationships? The reason we get in the reason we like who we like. Is because we think this person can help us be whole, right? Our brain, we know where I know where my weaknesses are. I know what I need to work on, uh, you know. So if I have a problem, let's say I got a problem telling people no, I want to be attracted to somebody who doesn't. I want to be attracted to somebody who tells people no all day long, a thousand times a day, because with them I feel whole, right? And so you got to figure out what are those what are those areas with me that helps that that's attracting me. That so yeah, it could be a trauma bond. It could be um, it could be those areas where I wish I could do the things that Mouse could do. So we, I, you know what, I like being around Mouse because you know what, he shows me how to do those things, and I feel whole. I feel more full of a fuller version of myself when I'm with him. And so it's a, it's a lot of that. But make no mistake, everything we do is for us to help us feel good and to help us feel whole. Mm.
1: Like no, how, like how did you get to be so good at this? Like, did you see how many
3: years of school he said?
4: Don't I tell snake. you, it you know, it's the not school just is, school, the school it gotta good, be, it know? gotta be in you. The school is the credentials, but it's just, I think it's just who I am, man. If you, if you can have been in my elementary school in the sixth grade, folks is out on the playground playing. I'm in, I'm in the classroom and it's like five or six girls around me and they're complaining about their boyfriends. <laughs> That's just what it was. <laughs> so I, you know, I think it's probably everybody's got to, a, a, a different mix of energy you know masculine and feminine I you know I grew up in a house full of women I grew up learning how to listen and being real in touch with the uh, with the emotional side of things and so it kind of feels it feels natural to me um you know uh and so yeah it's just you know uh but it's just I think it's a big part of just kind of who, who, who I am and showing up and uh showing up and trying to relate and do the thing
1: now going back to what you were speaking about before um when you were talking about like uh, people being able to compartmentalize and uh, not be their full selves. Do you think there's a per- or a lack of vulnerability? Do you think somebody who is not vulnerable um, to others still loves somebody? Um, like maybe somebody who may not be able to receive love. Do you still think they're able to properly pour out love? And how long do you think that
4: lasts? I mean, you can you can you no know, nobody's nobody's a hundred percent vulnerable. Right. And so we're all we're we're all on the scale. And so, yeah, if you're not 100 percent vulnerable, can you still love? Do you still have the ability to love? Yeah, you can. You can still love. Um, It's not going to be a full wholehearted love. Right. Because to be a full wholehearted love, you've got to be able to accept all of who that person is and pour that love into them every single day of the week. And you've got to be able to allow them to pour that back into you,
1: you. Now, can you make that part make sense to me? Because I right?
4: that, that's me. I
1: literally just asked you a question for me. Like, yeah. I am the person.
3: he's trying to get free. He's trying to get a free session. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no I'm not.
1: No, I'm not. That's why I asked him to make it make sense. I'm looking at this from a pure logical standpoint, right? About you. I, right. That's what I'm saying. See, the first
3: word you're about to say? Me. Oh, I. I. Trying to get a free session, doc. I want
1: you to <laughs> shoot that up. That's what I need. <laughs> um, man, wait, tell tell
4: them to come on the show. You'll be the first guest on the show, man. <laughs> wait, get out of, on wait the now show. you
1: now you go with
3: the show. I yeah, yeah yeah Ish. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the show is about. Listen, listen, Ish. that's my man, Ish. Uh, I'm thinking the show it should be about people who are afraid to come to counsel. That's
4: what I'm thinking. And we oh, we break it know. open. We
3: break the door
1: open. <laughs> Moving or move moving along
4: no, it's, no but I, so yeah so right so it's like so how can if, if you're not how can I how can I be in a fully you know in a fully wholehearted relationship if I can't be fully vulnerable well the thing that that helps the thing the thing that helps you feel really in love is knowing that I showed this person all of who I was everything right I showed them the, the shiny parts and I showed them the ugly small bits that I keep in the closet in the back right and they loved all of it right they accepted all of it they didn't shame me for any of it they never betrayed me to anybody for any of it right that's the thing that helps you know that i am fully loved and that's the thing that helps you wake up every single day and do whatever you can to help that partner feel fully loved so you know you're going to it's going to be different levels so you know and we're all trying to get to that ultimate level understanding we're never going to get there we live on earth and earth is hard Right. <laughs> and America is hard. And being black is hard. It's hard yeah. we never, right. We're never going to get fully there, but we're, we're always going to be trying to get to that next level. But so it's possible. And the more you are, you're going to, you're going to find that the amount of satisfaction you got a relationship is directly proportional to the amount of yourself you're able to share and the amount of yourself you're able to share is directly proportional to the amount of vulnerability that you allow yourself to feel. I think I. think, Obviously, I'm. I'm a. Anyone could look at my
1: my social media and tell like I'm a huge whole fan. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I remember he said on on four four four, I never forget like when four 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 dropped, and he was like, and he was rapping on um at four four four, he says you can't heal what you never reveal, and I was like, yep. Well, what you what my thing is, well, what you what do you need to heal that for? Like, what if you already passed that thing? What if there is no healing? For those things, like what if they're like what if just continuing to mule and mule and mule and trying to fix this thing that is unfixable, you're you're focusing more energy on that than when you could just be moving ahead. No,
4: nah, because when you do the mule thing, what you really <clears throat> what you're really doing is you're just out here hustling for your happiness. You know what I mean? Well, I think if I get the next thing, if I think if I just push forward and I can do this other thing and that I can be happy if I do that. And then if I get this and this falls into place, I can be happy. But here's the thing. We were all born in a perfect sense of healing. We were born whole. Right. That's our natural state is healed, unhurt and whole. That's our natural state. That's how we were born. And so we're constantly trying to get back to that point. And so you've got you've got to do it at every point in your life, there are going to be things you needed to heal at 20 before you can move on to be a successful 30-year-old. There are going to be things you need to heal at 30 before you can move on to be a successful 40-year-old, whatever success means for you, right, in all these different areas. And so, you know, the goal is to be as whole as possible so you can live as wholehearted a life as possible. So you can look and, and find something to love and accept about everybody you meet and, oh, by the way, you feel comfortable enough showing them the thing that they should be loving about you, and so you got to you got to heal that thing. You you have to. We all got those unhealed childhood wounds. We have all got those scars, and it all directly relates to our attachment style in a relationship, right? And it, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask:
1: Is that directly related or correlated? Is that always uh, correlated to uh, what do you call it? Um, to like your parents, like when they say mommy issues, daddy issues, like.
4: That's a, that's a part of it. That's the first, that's the first place where we learn about rejection. Right. Because uh, mm-hmm. when we were babies, all we had to do was cry and somebody would come bring us a bottle. Right. <laughs> I didn't have to do much and they met my needs. Once I got to kindergarten. Oh, now, we're, okay. So now I got to get an eight. I got to come home with good, good report card for you to, you know, for you to be happy with me. right. We start to learn that, who we are isn't enough as soon as we leave the house. There are things I've got to do to earn your appreciation, to earn your time, your attention, your affection. I got to be good in school. I got to get good grades. I got to be a good boy or a good girl, right? I I got all these other things. And so we just keep piling, piling more and more and more and more on. Um, And so, yeah, your parenting, the parenting style that was in the house, whether it's a single parent home or, you know, or you had both, that's a big part of it. And then that teaches you how you need to go out and show up in the world to get the rest of the love we need. So yeah, it it, it really starts there.
3: I always always talk about, I mean, we always, we all understand when it comes to like our households and growing up and that's the way we look at certain things in a different light. Um, But I I feel like for me right now in life, it's just being able to look, it's not even look for the right person for me or, or for someone else. It's just being able to open up and being like you said, being able to just put everything on the table and somebody accepts you for that. And even the good things that I, I I won't lie. Like in my past, I didn't do the most exceptional things for my girlfriends and all. I did I did amazing things, but no. now doing little things that just that just flowers here. Little the little things count, and as you get older, you start to see it. And it ain't just about the big, huge gift. Right. The person that can accept you for the little things that you do is a person I feel like will really understand you.
4: And and uh, right, you know what? Have, have, have a question so much?
3: I want to hear his answer. Are you gonna go over my my question? Sorry. (laughs)
4: So so I was gonna say. So the little things matter so much because it's the little things that let me know that you see me, right? Everybody, you know, every girl likes flowers, right? You don't need to. You don't. That's not unique to me, right? But oh, you saw Mm. that this is the thing I really like, and you took the time and the effort to do that. Now you see me, right? Now remember. We all want the same three things: we want to be seen, heard, understood. You you show up and you do those things every day.
3: Definitely a win. That's a win. It's, it's a win. It takes time, and you got to you got to really understand yourself before you you take on somebody else in your life. So I feel like that's the biggest thing for me is is understanding if I'm ready for that or or I know I can't like put a time on being ready or or what how to act when I'm ready, but it's like, just be prepared for when that situation comes, how I'm going to treat it and how I'm going to protect myself, but also open up.
4: Well, so yeah. So what you want to do is you just want to be able to let it in. It's going to come knocking. You just, you know, you just got to have sense enough Mm -hmm. to let it in. And that takes, that takes courage, right? Because the thing that we've all been taught is that that happiness isn't going to last. That joy isn't going to last, right? With mm-hmm. Joy is the hardest feeling we have that that to, to feel consistently. Let me tell y'all the story. You're going to tell me what happens, right? I'm going to start this story, y'all, and then y'all each are going to tell me what happens next. No, oh, it's Christmas morning, right? Christmas morning. You got a mom and a dad in the car, right? They're driving down the highway. They got two little kids in the back seat. One's three years old. One's five years old, right? They start. The Christmas song comes on, the kids are singing along and everybody's happy going to grandma's house and mom and dad look at each other and they're like, you know, why not? Let's just, let's just all join in, right? And so this is the scene and they're driving down the road and as they're about to go underneath the bridge. What happens?
2: Uh, something, something bad happens automatically. <laughs>
1: Car crash. Something,
2: anything I'm, happens. I'm
1: scared. I'm scared. What happened so I'm terrified. terrified. So they Nothing good happens. I'm pretty sure. I've seen
4: this movie a million times.
0: <laughs>
4: right. I think I think something good happened. <laughs> so the natural human thought is something something bad will happen. See, because, that's why I said
3: something good because happened because
4: who we are is not worthy of sustaining that joyful moment. Right, and so we all have that never enough itis. right? And so, the, so that's what it is. When the good comes knocking, you got to just let it in, and you got to say, "Hey, you know what? Who I am is good enough to have all of that, and I'm just going to let it alone." You know, what about? And I'm pra- not going to myself out of it.
1: What about practicality, though? Doc, like, what about that? What if now? Let's say I'm all right. Obviously, me. Like, like I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. With some people, I'll look and I'll be like, "Oh man, everything goes, man, man." Like if I'm looking, I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 works for y'all." But for me, I almost have to look at it like, "Okay, this will be here for this moment, but let me prepare for the. Let me prepare. Like, okay, I I might have blocked the hook, but that left card, that that left that left is coming. I gotta prepare for the left now." Or I'm a, I'm gonna be so worried about
4: block, successfully blocking that hook. I'm wide open. You gonna punch my face off? Right. So what? So what? Is, so what? Actually, are you doing when you when you're doing that? What is it? What is you say? Okay, I'm, I got to block. I got to prepare for the hook that's coming. What is it that you're actually doing in that moment? I'm I'm looking uh-huh. at I'm I'm looking
1: and saying, oh, okay, this was this was this was good. This th- this is good that this is happening. But I know it ain't gonna be here long. Let me prepare for when it's not going to be here.
3: But what if? But what if you were to think? And I'm just I'm just speaking kind of on like how he said that movie kind of will go. What if you thought like, yo, I I, I blocked this and I'm good, but I'm so nice that the next punch I know it ain't gonna hit me. I'm gonna always be prepared, but I'm gonna think positive about it. Do you then think it would be a a, a
1: positive ending? Not unless so- my name Floyd Mayweather.
4: So what Mouse is doing is what we all do, and he's just protecting, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we try to prepare for the hurt because we don't want it to sneak up on us. So our thought process is, nah, you're not gonna get me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat the hurt to the punch and I'm gonna do something, to, right? And so that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, this is good, but I know it ain't gonna last. And when it stops lasting, that's Jesus really, really gonna hurt. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and prepare for that. Even if, it help, even if it makes me miss out on someone to join this moment, right? And so what if, what if you just believe something different? What if you just believed, yeah, you know what? It's nice now and it's going to be nice later. The end. What if you just told yourself a different story? What if you just had a different narrative? You know what? Who I am, I, I see people out there and I, I'm on the gram and I'm on Twitter. I know folks got this happiness. I know they have joy. I know it's possible. What's so different about me than them? What if who I am is truly enough to get it to? And what if you just start telling <laughs> yourself that? And what if you start telling yourself, I- hey, right? When, when the stuff does happen that's disappointing, right? What's the word I'm going to use for it? Did it hurt or did it just disappoint me a little bit, right? Did it crush me or did it just make me a little sad? Did it destroy me? Or was I just a little aggravated? Right. We got to use some different words to describe how we feel because if we can use those different words, now it don't hurt so bad, and we can move on with our life in a joyful manner. Hey, Doc, how, how,
2: how do we how do we get you? We we we, we need to figure this out. We already is- we
1: already figured it out when you <laughs> stepped away, Mac. <laughs> hey, he said he said I'm he 100%. doesn't. He said he's going to take all. He said he's only going to take Ryan's share of the money. Um and then makes make sense. I like, then that. I like that. We're, me and you are good and he'll come back every month. It's like doing a little checkup. Little <laughs> just, just, just a little guy that He, all, he only said he's
3: gonna take my cut of the money because we starting our own show together. So it's oh, just right. a startup us.
1: Ryan definitely started wow. his show with him. Yeah, he cut <laughs> us out. He said, be, he said that we could be, he said that me and you could be the first guests.
2: <laughs> wow. First Ryan Leslie, He first you leave us for Ryan
1: Leslie now, Dr. Ish, what's wrong with I always with wanted to be a doctor. The boy's not <laughs> loyal, boy.
3: I always wanted to be a doctor, man. <laughs> Dr.
1: Ish, what do you call that when a nigga ain't loyal to his brother? What do you call that?
3: <laughs> Help, it's helpful, Jesus I'm helpful. I might not be there when you need me, but I'm always there on time.
1: Um, Jesus well, Christ. we we we've had you for a little over an hour. I want to thank you, Doctor Ish. Um, yeah. Typically, what we do is we um, we read, listen to letter, but we are not gonna bombard mm-hmm. you with our raggedy. I uh, about to say we're we're not we're raggedy. not gonna
2: taint this good moment. They, they we're not raggedy. gonna taint
1: this good moment. They are raggedy, mm-hmm. and I would and I'm trying to be selfish <laughs> and keep all your good advice to us. So I'm gonna say, uh, I I think you've been uh, subbing me all episodes. So Matt Ryan, do y'all have like a a fake listener letter for yourselves for for Doctor Ish. That
3: I actually I, I don't want to go. T- I know I know it's gonna come back on. I don't want to give too much of my what, what I'm going through <laughs> in my life to the people right now. You know I I I'd rather I rather have don't that for my listeners. Yeah, don't hide
1: from my listeners, Ryan. Just just be. Yeah, open. We,
3: we, this was about you.
1: No, it wasn't. It was about you <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is wrong with this? Guy? The people the people will learn about uh-huh. me at a later date. I can have a, I can have. You 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 stay on the East Coast. West Coast Why you keep going on so the East Coast, man? We
4: can we can do this. We can do this every month, man. It, it'll, it'll be I, it'll be our monthly therapy session.
3: I need it. I know I need it. I love I it. I, 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 I gone through it. some trials and yeah. some trials, some tribulations in my life. I need some 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 talks. Oh
4: yeah. Oh, we all have. We all well, have. if you I mean, if yeah. you and 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 so when you say that, I've been through some trials and some tribulations, and it's still okay.
1: Can I add
4: then then if that's the case, let's flip this and give yourself
1: a listener letter. Can you pull, can you remember or recall like the worst moment in your life where you needed to be there for yourself in that same way? And like how you pulled
4: yourself out of that, being mm. a psychiatrist? Oh man. Uh, so many, man, you know, the, 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 that's the
1: scary part. Right. How do you say so many (laughs) and still be willing to go through it again?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, that's, that's the difference between, between courage and bravery, right? You just gotta, you gotta risk it. You know, it's not oh, going to oh. kill you. And if it does, that's still okay. I, the, the coolest things that have ever happened in my life always came right after I fell right out of the sky, man, you know? um And so hmm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story that sums it up for me. Um, my right out of med school, my first practice was with my sister and the woman, I thought I was going to marry two psychologists and me the, the MD and life was just like perfect. Right. We were, it was the, the mom and the dad and the two kids in the car driving down the highway only a matter of time before that bomb hits and blows it all up and the bomb blew it all up. Right. We had no idea what we were doing. Didn't know how to run a business for shit. <laughs> lost. We lost money. We lost However a business could fail, we failed spectacularly. So we lost the business, you know, uh, lost lost the girl, every, you know, didn't even know if I was going to be able to practice medicine anymore because it was such a up. you know what I mean? And so I'm like, oh my God, I let everybody down. You know, I let hmm. my mom down. I let my daddy down. All my sisters, I had 40 people show up to my med school graduate. I let everybody down. And so I'm like, what? Can what do I do now? Right, what do I have now? Who I am, who am I now if I don't have that? And so I'll never forget, man. I um I was living in Florida at the time, and you know it was it was so bad till I actually ended up moving from that state, moving you know moving back home because I was like I not, there's nothing left here. There's li- there's literally nothing left. And so I drove home, man. And it was like a three hour drive. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, man. Duval, and I drove back home, <laughs> and I cried all the way. I cried all the way. And when I got to the, I got to the house, man, my daddy opened the door and, um, he was like, you know, she's up, she's upstairs. My mom was already, you know, sick in bed at that point. And, um, and, uh, I walked up those stairs, man. And I, I kneeled down next to her bed and I was like, you know, I, I was like, I'm sorry. I, I, I messed up and I lost it, you know? And she, and she looked at me, man. And she said, she said, who you are, is something that nobody can ever take away, right? The thing that you have that makes you you, its not. it didn't come in a book, it didn't come in a license, it didn't come in a degree, it's something nobody can ever take away and you don't need to be a doctor in order to share that with people. And in that moment, she just made it all okay, right? And I realized there was more to me than the thing I did, right? it's not just it's not about the doctor thing it's not about whatever come whatever trappings come with that who you are is not what you do right because if that's all you are then who are you when you are no longer able to do those things and so for me i was like okay how else how else can i share the gift how else can i help folks so i sat down i was like well i got all these stories in my head about you know relationships and stuff like that and so as i'm killing time trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, I just started writing down little stories, man, a page at a time, here and there. One page turned into two, turned into ten, turned into a chapter. And those chapters turned into a book, and that book was very got very popular. And you know, one day out of the blue, the Today Show calls me. And they're like, hey, we heard about this book. We want you to come up here and talk about it. I was like, <laughs> all right. So I get on a plane. I fly to New York. You got Holder and Kathy Lee over here. You got Al Roker doing the weather. I'm like, that's my man right there I <laughs> behind me. And I got, they got people with all the signs, like I've been seeing on TV for years. And in that moment, y'all, it felt like I had been doing it for 20 years. You know what I mean? But none of that would have happened had I not had that horrific failure. And dropped out of the sky and lost it all, right? And so you just got to know the universe is always working out in your favor, whether it feels good or not, whether you think so or not, it is always teaching you the thing that you're going to need for that next level self that you're going to be. And you just got to trust in that process, man. And so that's, you know, that, that's one of, that's one of my things. I have many. Yeah. Yo, Doc. Thank you.
2: Remember that? You know that place Mouse was a couple a little while ago, where he's about to cry. Yeah, that was that really was
1: actually Doctor H didn't know that. That was actually in our private group chat, but now he knows. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate
2: it. Ryan definitely said it. Ryan definitely said it. Said it in a joking hey, man, manner. That's,
4: that's strength right there,
1: buddy. If he
2: crying, um, you can't cry, no, sure. but
1: no. Um,
2: again, I like I just like you said on the real man. It, I, you know, you had to fall out of the sky before you realize before you realize where you are, or, or just you, you need that uh, reassurance that you, you know, uh, I guess that you aren't who you, you aren't what you do, right. uh, you know, as a person, you are who you are. And um, I've, that's literally something, that's something that I've been struggling with, uh, especially during quarantine, you know, being able to work or do things that I, that I know I'm great at doing right uh you know you start you start feeling like a failure that's that right. was thank right. you for that,
4: yeah, and that that ain't it, man, you know we're we're so much more than the thing people can see and the thing people can do, and you know as as brothers we're always we're always struggling with that, you know it's like how do I show my worth, how do I show the world my value? I know it, but how do I make y'all see it, and so we just gotta let that go we just we gotta let that part go,, mm. man. yeah
1: boom dr ish thank you oh, thank you uh i'm going to attempt to lighten this up by asking <laughs> you to drop a song on the get the drawers playlist so obviously Please. get the drawers playlist it's a very real playlist y'all can download the at home you guys can download the playlist on spotify title uh apple music i believe that's all for right now it is being updated as chasey's fit at this moment but Listen, y'all get these records. Uh, so yes, Doctor Ish, if you are before I ask you this question, very fast, very quick. If the answer is quick, if it's not, it's your world. Are is it rough uh, or is it difficult to date as a psychiatrist? Because are you always are, like, are you able to turn off the part where you're diagnosing someone, or do you have to kind of date somebody on that same level, or, or like, do you have to date another uh,
4: psychiatrist? No, man, it's uh, it's, that's a good question. No, I very, I will very rarely date another doctor or another psychiatrist, just uh, just because it's I don't, it's different, right? It's it's the thing you do, but then when you're in it, you're in it. I'm in it like everybody else. You know? I get my ass kicked like everybody else. <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> folks would be like, wait. I thought you were a relationship expert. <laughs> you, you're horrible at this.
2: <laughs> I mean, Hey, I was to say, Hey, they say, they say that people who can't play coach. So right, that's, right. that's, you are,
4: right. and, you are a great coach. And, and another saying in that same vein, Mac is we all teach the thing we need the most. Right. Oh yep. shit. So, so that's, that's why I do the thing because that's the thing I need the most. You know, I, I need that love and connection and belonging the most. And so that's the thing I try to teach because every time I can help somebody with it, it helps me believe, yeah, it's possible to get there.
1: And I always ask, Mm -hmm. I I even asked Mac that question uh, early on in our, our friendship. I was like, as an R&B singer, like women, hold on to the word you're singing and the word you're saying. So like, is it possible to mess up and girls be like, "Nigga, you just was singing about this"? but Man, look at you. So I, I guess it's on the same thing because I deal with it. I deal with it on. We, you know, I think we've all dealt with it on the show. Like we might say some fire shit, and then you get home and your girl like, mm, "That's right. Mm. <laughs> mm. That, that." Right. Funny really. how you get. Funny how really. you get it when nobody's around, but with right. me, right? <laughs> but but yes. Uh, so if you're set in the mood, Doctor Ish. Give us one song that you are dropping on the Get to Draw
4: playlist. Oh, man, you got I got to, I got to hit him with the Prince, Adore. Oh! <laughs> I mean, yeah. Boom! Dr. Nope. is not new to this. <laughs> <laughs> no more words necessary. You Hun, Prince do all the talking.
1: I, I'm going to follow that up with, because you said Prince, Door. I'm not gonna double down on the Prince, but I'm gonna go Melissa Morgan's version of "Princes Do You." Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, the yeah. Prince yeah. remake. Yeah. Wilds, it's on you.
3: Oh man, I'm come uh, over here. I don't got, got nothing today. I gave all I gave all my sermons away. Well, yeah. you better
1: look. You better look in. You better look in your phone for something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say you better find it because I, I, I'm having. I'm literally doing that right now. <laughs> right oh, now. Um, you know, uh, i it's the wording, the words of this song don't necessarily evoke uh sex or anything like that. But I think the feeling of it is very, is very much in the vein uh, that our uh, playlist, Body Ain't Me by Pink Sweats.
1: Mm. I thought you were going to say Give Me the Loop by Biggie. No no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought it was... no. Sorry.
3: Give me the loop. It's kind of no,
1: no. sexy. It's kind of sexy. A little bit. I I can do. All give right. me the loop. Give me the yeah. loop.
3: Give me yeah. A little, little bit of aggression.
0: Yeah.
3: A little I, bit of. I can do. Give me the loop.
1: That's, so that's what you're going with, right? You're going to give me the loop, Biggie.
3: Wow. <laughs> wow. Now wow.
1: nah, I'm gonna go. I'm
3: gonna t- go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Frank Ocean, thinking about
1: you. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. A solid one. Solid one. Well, Dr. H, we thank you for this episode. We can't wait to have yeah. you back. Please let the people know how they can support you, where they can get your books, where they can yep. follow you, all the good
4: stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, go to the website, drhmajor.com. Uh, just my name, dot com. Got some cool free stuff you can download there. Got a couples compatibility quiz we give every couple who comes on the show. You can download that for free. Wow. Got a take-home boot camp you can do there. You can kind of follow along over six weeks. You know, go through each one of those six weeks of relationship killers, talking about communication and trust and cheating and how to forgive and how to get over stuff. So that's really cool. Obviously, follow me on the gram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook. Same thing, Doctor Ish Major, man.
1: We, when you come back, we're definitely going to talk about how to forgive. Um, oh yeah, we're big gonna talk about that.
2: We're going. I about to say that's the that's the next one. We need that.
4: It's a big Actually, now
1: that one. I think about it, Mac, it's completely up to you. But do you think maybe for Patreon, you and my sister can take the compatibility quiz? Ah. Ah! Ah!
3: See you guys next week on The Guys, hey guys Next I, I
4: Zoom. For real, man, I appreciate what you guys are doing. uh Thank you. Any any, you know, any time I can spend I can spend with brothers who are doing something doing something good for the people, man. I always enjoy Because, you know, Judge says it all the time. I say it too, it, it matters to me that our people do well. You know what yes. I mean? And it and it yes. matters it matters to me that our brothers do well, man. So I appreciate y'all and I appreciate y'all having me on. Give, will you, give, you give, tell, give
1: you tell the part, will you to judge to tell our publicists to pick up we've been trying to get the judge <laughs> for a while now. We've been trying I'll to get it. judge I'll, Lynn. I'll the text,
4: man. I'll tell her, I'll tell her. Please I'll tell
1: because her, her, <laughs> we tell her we ain't We might not be much, but we ain't as bad as they say we are. (laughs) Exactly. I I am, but they're not. So if you add it up, if the average, on average, we're not as bad as they say we are. Dr. Ish, thank you once again. Appreciate y'all guys. And you guys at home, make sure you follow Dr. Ish, make you support whatever. Make sure if you're in a relationship. Matter of fact, I implore you guys right now. If you guys uh, listen and you guys are uh, uh, members of the, the guy next door neighborhood. We want you and your significant other to go take the compatibility quiz and then tell us how it went so email us how I'm it I'm about went to say no
2: mouse i'm going to i'm going to do it but i don't know if i'm going to put it on
3: the, the page <laughs> i mean it's t- patreon bro I, I don't, I don't, they got to pay for listen, it I'm,
1: it's not like they gonna see it for free
3: we could just put it out the i'm, about to say, ah, I'm yes, nervous of that
1: uh, of that answer we can don't put that. it like a 100 dollar tier yo that yo 150 tier 150 <laughs> tier not only the people with 150 <laughs> a see Think you what you doing we, for we, us
2: we gonna see we gonna see <laughs>
1: But yes, uh, but you guys who are uh, ain't got shit to lose, take the compatibility quiz Let uh, and email um, guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. Let us know your, what your results were. Let us know to talk about it. Uh, it would be easier on Che if y'all just sent the video, but type it up if you have to. Um, if you guys have a letter that you want written or uh, that you want read on air, make sure you send it to guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com, guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. Make sure you put your own fake name in a subject line or Shay is going to read what's in front of her. Very Ron Burgundy style. Um, and funny. if it is a relationship question, which it doesn't have to be, if it is a relationship question, please send in a picture of you and your significant other because I don't want to be giving fat people advice to a skinny person. And I don't want not give ugly <laughs> advice to a good looking person. I want to keep the thing. I want to keep the playing fields even. I want to keep everything yep. in the world balance see dr ish that's the toxicity they was talking about <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. and uh make sure yeah. you follow us on twitter and instagram at guys next pod if you want to continue the conversation on twitter make sure you use the hashtag guys next door um make sure you follow us at patreon.com for all you Hakeems or you kimmy gibblers and you freeloading moochers who just this content and don't put no snaps on the Petro. go to the patreon sign up pay something put some money in some black folk pocket. Now, if you are in a pandemic and not a pandemic, and you get this for free, that's fine. All we ask is that you go subscribe, leave a comment, preferably yeah. One, yeah. and leave a rating. Five stars. I'm going to ask for five stars just like an Uber driver. Five stars. Um, And to be honest, that's it for us. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Matt Wilds. I'm Flora. And we
2: are the guys next door. The guys next door. Ooh. Miles jones
0: it's the Jones.